Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Well, there's a whole lot to get into today. Uh, Mayor Pete, uh, otherwise known as the trans secretary, uh, oh, the Secretary of Transportation. My bad. Uh, he th- he's got some issues we're, we'll have to deal with, but we're also dealing with energy and stolen documents. It's not uh, Trump. It's Biden. Stay here. Kevin Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, hold on a second. I got it respond to this text one one second so why can't i call him the trans secretary question mark all right glad i got that off to the legal department kevin mccullough glad to have you with us we've got a big show straight ahead uh and nothing really happened much bigger this morning that can top peter Ducey in the uh in the press uh, avail that the president put himself up for and this was the lovely 90 seconds as it went Classified classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God. I love the fact that he asked the president, what were you thinking? That's awesome. People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Oh, good. Okay, so it's not like we're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But uh, as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Really? I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh-huh. uh, of, uh-huh. from my time as uh-huh. vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas in file cabinets in my home. In my, in my All right, so that's basically he went on to say, uh, I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, look, it's it's really it's really important that you understand. I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, just a couple of contrasts that I want you to be aware of here, friend. Um, the president has the power to declassify. President Trump, as president, had the power to declassify documents and take them with him. Joe Biden was not president when the classified documents in question were removed and put in his vice presidential museum and his office, and evidently now. His garage next to his Corvette. I'm pretty sure that the Mar-a-Lago documents weren't in some garage next to a Corvette. And he was very proud of that Corvette. Did you hear him say that? Yes, next to my Corvette. My Corvette's there, too. 
Anyway, uh, the other thing that the president is making news on, and it's it's important because here in New York State, it's impacting people exponentially because evidently the uh, governor of New York decided to sneak this into legislation as well. They're going to ban natural gas stoves going forward. In fact, new buildings will not be allowed to install natural gas options for uh, the kitchens that they will be housing uh, in New York. This is all due to the uh, valiant work of people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Kathy Hochul and uh, Uncle Joe Biden, you know, the Joe that sometimes doesn't know where he is. Anyway, here to discuss all of this, particularly as it relates to uh, the uh, gas stove issue, is Rachel Wilfong, front page of the New York Post uh, today, Biden administration weighs nationwide ban on gas stoves. They want to do it. You can tell they're just itching. They're trying to get it done. Rachel heads up the uh, Center for Energy, Climate, and Environment. Uh, actually, she's a researcher there uh, at the um, Heritage Foundation, and she rejoins us. Rachel, I appreciate you making time to be with us. Um, what is it that they have against the gas stoves? Is it the really super abundance of natural gas that we have? Is it the fact that it burns cleaner than anything else we have? What is it that's so damaging and so important and so vital that we stop this great evil that is clean and abundant natural gas energy? Sure. So thanks again for having me today, Kevin. Um, For a little bit of context here, earlier this week, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission um, came out and said that they would be considering a nationwide ban on gas stoves, um, citing some new research that has since come out that links the pollutants released from these appliances with health concerns like asthma. And it's worth mentioning that since earlier this week when the commission made those claims um, that they've rolled back, um, probably due in part to the, the media hailstorm backlash that they, they received from, from mentioning this potential um, move. But uh, they cited that they don't intend to take away our gas stoves, but that they do intend to conduct further research into this possible connection between health concerns and the pollutants that are released through natural gas appliances. Um, but like you mentioned, the, there isn't really a linkage here between the, the pollutants released from natural gas and, and health concerns. First to mention, the National Institutes of Health states that the exact cause of, of asthma is unknown. But further than that, I mean, just look at the U.S.'s track record with, with indoor air quality here. I mean, the U.S. has some of the best indoor air quality across the globe, better than Europe, better than developing countries like India and China, because the main thing here is that indoor air pollution is primarily caused by burning solid fuels for heat and cooking at home. So that's things like like firewood. Right. Um, and natural gas just doesn't doesn't fit. Well, yeah, and that's the, that's the uh, crazy thing here. The connection was to the appliances releasing pollutants, not the gas mm-hmm. itself. For, mm-hmm. and, and when I use um, uh, on my big, lavish uh, range <laughs> in my kitchen with my five burners and the one that can burn extra hot right in the middle, when I use that, mm-hmm. um, I'm just putting um, a pan on it with some olive oil, some shallots, and some, uh, some garlic usually. I'm not... I'm not I'm not. I'm not doing things that uh, w- should be releasing any kind of uh, toxins into the air. So why would we? Why would we ban gas stoves 
simply because some other appliances that use these uh, are putting off uh, pollutants? And why wouldn't it be the appliances themselves that they'd be taking a look at instead of the source of the energy? It seems to me they're just trying to find a reason to tell us that natural gas is bad. That's that's right, Kevin. I mean, you and 40% of other Americans who use natural gas stoves in, in the U.S. are probably asking that same question. And and at the, the heart of it here is that the Biden administration from the jump, from the outset, has been pushing an anti-fossil fuels agenda, um, fighting this this dubious premise of, of, of fighting global warming. Um, and that's the main driver here. It's it's not the appliances. It's not it's not anything that they release. It's, again, pushing the Biden administration's overall green energy agenda. And, and that's why they're targeting uh, natural gas stoves now. And, yeah. I mean, we are seeing this, like you mentioned, in New York. Um, we're seeing this this happen in, in other in other states. I mean, look, look at California. There's been, at the local level, over 70 municipalities in California that have um, – have pursued a natural gas ban of some sort, not necessarily on stoves, but we're talking natural gas hookups in new construction homes, um, commercial facilities. So as unfortunate as it is, um, the country is, is facing a real problem here with with this narrative of, of fighting global warming through the elimination of fossil fuels. Well, I love to cook, and I hate cooking on electric stoves. It's just, it's vile. It's, it cooks unevenly. It's very, very difficult to control. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just, they're, they're going to have to really, really do some bigger uh, convincing of this before I think a lot of us are going to buy into it. Hey, Rachel Wilfong, thanks for the great work you're doing at the Heritage Foundation. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks so much. It was great to be here. You got it. Kevin McCullough, when we come back, how about taking a look at 2023 from the standpoint of how you can increase your leadership potential? Joe Hart of the Dale Carnegie Training Institute is going to join me for a very in-depth discussion, and I think it's going to be uh, worth it. So stick around for that. And a little bit later on, Kelsey Bowler's back with a very important discussion uh, concerning your educational options yet to come. And speaking of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she might or might not be making a starring role in the final thought today. That's all straight ahead. Kevin McCullough, don't go away.